0: i want disgrace. i i Chelsea. i i i i This woman is a disgrace. I'm i farted i i i What's up, guys? Thank you. I'm so sorry. I have gas. Okay. Thank you so much. Give me a minute. I'll be fine. I have to buy a new chair. So, I farted on Zach's chair. Okay. I'm going to pull this shit together. Thank you so much for listening. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for listening to Chelsea Disgrace podcast. As always, I'm Chelsea Grace. <laughs> that hasn't changed. I hope uh, all is well for everybody today. And um, today, I want to talk to you about uh, comfort zones. Uh, comfort zones—they're—they're they're different for everybody. My comfort zone um, tends to include giving BJs in the local outdoor skating rink, whereas just thinking about having to socialize with other humans sometimes make me sweat like a large man covered in plastic wrap, and I'm not sure why a large man would be covered in plastic wrap, but if he was, I'm sure he would be very sweaty, So, uh, everybody is, is comfortable with different things and I think it's important to actively expand your, uh, comfort zone by trying new things that, uh, you may be afraid of or maybe, uh, curious about or have never tried before and, um, I'm not referring to uh, anal sex. That's uh, forever out of the question. Nobody will uh, ever enter my dumping zone. And anal sex will never enter my comfort zone. Um, It's simply... Slipped once and uh, poked my asshole, and I actually vomited in my mouth. Um, the only time I like to shit all over a dick is when I make burns about my uh, ex boyfriends. Um, I'm just kidding. They're actually, actually, all my exes are pretty cool guys, but um, for real, uh, keep your junk away from my asshole and your tongue too. Like, try that fancy stuff on me, and the only shit you'll be. Eating is the metaphorical kind when I roundhouse kick you in the fucking face and you go flying onto the ground. Uh, But yes, like I was saying, um, stepping outside of your comfort zone is um, what I feel enlightens us and makes us grow the most. Um, Educating yourself is important too, but uh, for stupid people with ADD like myself, uh, doing things that make us uncomfy is a good, non-smart people way of growing as a human being as well. So... um, since moving out on my own and uh, having just a slew of bad things happen to me like the death of my dog, my breakup, obtaining adult acne, getting more like noticeable mustache hairs, uh, finding out Arby's no longer has a beef brisket sandwich, finding out Taco Bell change of pepper jack sauce and having like a gaggle of guys never call me back I figured uh now was a good time to uh push the envelope when it comes to my uh, comfort zone to make me feel a little bit better about myself and um just a side note here, I wondered why the phrase push the envelope was used to explain the act of testing limits, so I googled it and then a bunch of articles with like really big words and like Graphs came up, and I honestly don't have the brain capacity to look further into this. But I think the origin of the saying has something to do with airplanes. Because uh, upon skimming the article, I saw airplaney words, so I decided. Um, that push the envelope uh, means testing the limits because back in the pioneer days, there wasn't all this technology and social media, so uh, men had to think of creative ways to really uh, get a woman's attention. So they tested the limits by making uh, charcoal drawings of what their dicks look like, um, like an olden day version of a dick pic, and then um, they put it in an envelope and they would hand deliver it to the girl they fancied. So if you're ever at a party or whatever and like someone asks like where push the envelope came from, you can use my theory if you want. Unless it's like a fancy dinner party or like a funeral party, then it's probably not appropriate at that time. Uh, but yes, so stepping out of my comfort zone. Um, I told you in a previous episode that I'm going for my motorcycle license because it's scary as fuck, but also badass as fuck. And, uh, it's a major step outside of my comfort zone. But, um, taking small steps is just as important too. Um, some of the things that seem so in, insignificant that's a really big word for me actually means um, taking leaps and bounds in a positive direction for some people uh, for example if you only ever wear black try wearing a white shirt for a change uh, my friend recently did this and uh, the beauty of something so small being such a venture into the uh, uncomfortable uh, for him inspired uh, me And I started wearing clothes that I would never dream I could ever wear in public. So um, I started off by wearing just a simple white spaghetti strap tank top. And it seems like no big deal, right? Well, for me, um, I stared at myself in the mirror for like a good hour before I convinced myself to actually leave the house with it on. And you know, like, when you iron a shirt and you're all like, fuck yes, got all the wrinkles out. (laughs) Okay, Zach is just sending me a message. Don't use my inspiring story to dress slutty. I hardly think a spaghetti strap tank top is slutty, you piece of shit. That is really rude and insensitive. <clears throat> what was I saying? Yes, okay. So, like, okay, he's saying he loves me now, but, you know, I don't believe you sometimes. That really fucking hurt. Okay. I'm not even going to look at you for the rest of this. Okay. So, you know, like when you iron a shirt and you're all like, fuck yes, like I got all the wrinkles out and then you turn it over and the other side, it looks like the old lady's face from Titanic. And it was like that with trying uh, to hide my fat rolls. Like it took like a good 10 minutes three safety pins, and a crowbar to position my pants, my shirt, and my bra perfectly in front. So my primary uh, fat roll was tucked into my pants and you couldn't tell my tits were like spilling out of my cup like a white girl dancing on a bar with a red solo cup. But um, then when I turned around, my back fat looked like a set of curtains ready to close after the final act of swan cake, the ripoff of Swan Lake, but an all obese cast. And uh, I could see, like, so much cellulite that uh, my back looked like a foam topper for a mattress. So then I would try adjusting my bra to try and, like, mask it. But it wasn't really helping. It's, like, the mask that Wesley wears in Princess Bride. Like, really, Princess Buttercup, you really couldn't tell it was him underneath that thing. It just really wasn't fooling anybody. And then um, if I put my bra too high, then the fat would collect underneath it like sand through an hourglass. But if I put my bra too low, then my fat was spilling over it like icicles on an eaves Only like really gooey icicles made of fat. So uh, then once I'd have like the back all re-situated, um, I'd turn around and in front my fat roll would have escaped. And it looked like like I stuck a medium-sized cantaloupe in my shirt. So eventually, uh, I just had to say, fuck it. I'm wearing this anyway because I probably actually look good. But my fucked-up imagination is just trying to tell me otherwise. So... um I wore this outfit to an out-of-town stag and doe, and before I left, I looked at myself in the mirror, and I was like, you look fine. Now, all you have to do, all you have to do is get to this party without spilling anything on your shirt. Do you understand? Nothing on the shirt. And then I nodded to myself, and I was on my way. Uh. Excuse me. It was over an hour drive to get there. So (laughs) naturally, I needed to stop for uh, food on my journey. So I stopped in at a truck stop that had a Burger King. And I ordered myself just a hamburger. That's it. Just two hamburgers and a small fry. And that was it. So I brought my two hamburgers, my small fry and an apple pie uh, back to my car to eat before I headed back onto the highway. So again, I looked into my car mirror and I reminded myself, do not spill anything on this shirt. So I ate my food hunched over the passenger seat so any shrapnel would just fall over there and not down my chest and I successfully ate my entire meal without spilling which is a first and a reason to celebrate. So um, I sigh with relief and I smile with satisfaction. And then I give my stomach just a quick brush off in case any rogue crumbs got on me. And then I look down and realize I fucking had a glob of mustard on my fucking hand, which was now all down my white shirt. So I let out this big like, fuck! And I had to grab the closest thing to me to wipe it off, so I grab my blue denim overshirt thing and I pour some bottled water on it and I just start scrubbing. Except instead of taking out the big yellow stain, it just made an even bigger blue one right in the middle of my shirt, like really emphasizing the crater that is my belly button. So, now, not only am I stepping outside of my comfort zone with a tight white shirt, but I'm stepping outside of my comfort zone with a tight white shirt with a big blue fucking yellow and blue freaking stain on it, which... Everyone assured me it wasn't that bad, but I thought, you know, better to be overdramatic about it than to try and hide it. So, I would just randomly point it out throughout the night and, like, cry in vain and just be like, why? And people thought it was hilarious, but secretly, I knew I was a fucking slop. So, uh, the second thing I wore that was kind of out of my comfort zone was a pair of overalls. Except this wasn't a normal uh, pair of overalls. This was a magic pair of overalls. I found them at the thrift shop for $5. And they made my ass look fucking fabulous. And, you know, the only time I toot my own horn is when I'm farting. But, like, guys, my ass actually, like, existed in these overalls. Uh not only did it exist, but it passed the test of time, which is black guys. So I wore these overalls with a crop top out to the club. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I wore a crop top. And no, it wasn't a normal size shirt that just looked like a crop top on me because of my gut. It was a real legit crop top. And a gay guy told me that it looked good on me. So um, there I was at the club in my overalls. And I'm not sure if maybe the club was having like a theme party or a sale on Old English. But it was packed with black men, which I definitely was not complaining about. Um, Now, I'm about to toot my own horn again. And no, you don't need to plug your nose. But I am an incredible club dancer like i don't have much of an ass but fuck like i can work it like i'm a rich white guy during slavery years and my ass is a black man desperate to feed its family like my dance moves are fucking fire so um, I was quite drunk and uh, definitely in the mood to dance. So I hit the dance floor in my magic overalls and was just busting out all my best stuff, just minding my business, doing, doing me. Then I noticed that all the black guys had made a circle around me and were cheering me on. And I honestly never felt more gratified in my entire life. Like my confidence was just off the charts that night. And then some white guy tried to come up to me and dance with me, and I was like, no, no, like, uh-uh, which I never would have the guts to be that prissy, but for some reason, like, the magic overalls and the circle of black guys just gave me the strength to be kind of an asshole. So, um, even the simplest things as wearing clothes that uh, you never thought you could wear could bring on some newfound love for yourself. Um... Another thing I did that was out of my comfort zone is um, I hooked up with a guy at his place instead of my own place. And this is terrifying for me because I hate showing up to things alone, like doctor's appointments and like parties, etc. So I usually end up bringing my mom with me because she's usually always available and she's sort of like my crutch. But um, I don't think bringing my mom to a booty call is the best idea. I mean, I guess like we could set her up in the den with a Ryan Coke and some knitting needles, or I guess I could tell her to wait in the car, but um, it was a really hot night, and I don't think you're supposed to leave uh, moms in your car on hot days. Uh, I guess I could crack a window for her, but um, this hookup was a town over where the mosquitoes are bad, and I didn't want them getting in my car, so uh, I decided to show up alone. Um, to his house for sex and um, way out of my comfort zone but I'm trying to test my limits in all areas of my life right now So um, it started off with some nudie judies over Snapchat, which I opened while eating dinner with my parents. And then he was all like, oh, you should come over and relieve some tension. And in my head, I'm like, that would probably cause more tension. But um, I accepted his offer anyway. So I hopped onto the highway and I drove for about 12 minutes when I realized I was going the wrong way. And I was also out of gas. So uh, once I hopped off the highway and white-knuckled it to the nearest gas station, I was on my way. And I was nervous as hell. Um, even though this was a repeat uh, from my sexual past, I was still really nervous. And when I got there, I was greeted by his puppy, whom uh, I brought a dog treat uh, for in order to make a good impression, which I probably didn't because I think dogs can sense uh, desperate whore on people. So... Um, I tell the guy, like, yeah, I'm going to need, like, an alcoholic beverage. And he was like, well, I don't really drink. And as soon as he said that, I knew, like, this would never be anything more than a booty call. And then he goes, oh, but I do have some whiskey. And I was like, perfect. And then he's like, but I have nothing to mix it with. And I was like, ice cube. Ice cube. And then two minutes later, I'm nervously sitting on his couch, sipping on straight whiskey, arguing about the comparison of Stone Temple Pilots to Pearl Jam. And then I finished my whiskey, and I was finally buzzed enough to commence uh, sexual conduct. So I climbed top of him and just went for it. And so we were making out when all of a sudden his dog had its entire snout inside the back of my pants. Like, I'm not into bestiality, and I didn't want this to be my first uh, threesome. So he put it in the cage and then uh, carried me to the boudoir, which was, like, super hot. Which, uh, actually, what wasn't super hot um, was that when I was on top... My acid reflux from the whiskey decided to fire up. And my throat was making like the most disgusting noises imaginable. It sounded like the fucked up monster thing from Stranger Things. And if you haven't watched Stranger Things yet, then please turn off the shitty podcast right now and just go watch it. (laughs) So, yeah, my throat was like... (laughs) and it was so loud that I couldn't not say anything so I was like oh that's just my acid reflux and he was like yeah like I was going to say which means he was thinking about it which means he's probably like super grossed out by me which is probably why he never called me back um so I decided to just you know power through it power through the acid Keep running into the sunset um, when he picks something out of his chest hair and it's my freaking belly button ring. And he's like, what is this? I'm like, oh, yep, that would be my belly button ring. Like, sorry. So that was like really awkward. So we go about our business transaction and now he's on top and we made eye contact and then I may have accidentally kissed his forehead or something. So I had to turn this sensual bus around and take it back to Horville. So I was like, hurt me. And he was like, like what? And I was like, just like hurt me. I like it. So I'm expecting like a tug on the hair, maybe a light choking, but no 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 he raises his arm back behind his head opens his palm and with full force he slaps me right in the tit not once but twice the same tit and the fucking tit jiggled for days like it looked like flan in an earthquake like the assaulted tit hit my other tit And together, both tits were swaying like they were like two hippies listening to Hey Jude. Like if tits had bones, I'd still right now be in a cast. I mean, like kudos to him. I asked for it, but holy shit, like was not expecting that. But I had a lot of fun. Um It was actually, like, funny, awkward, but in, like, a comfortable way, I guess. Um, But then the next morning I was at work, and my ass crack was super itchy. Like, more super itchy than normal. So I went to the bathroom, and I pulled out of my butt crack, which I'm almost positive was his ex-girlfriend's hair. Like, I pulled another woman's hair from my ass crack, And I didn't even get a fucking call back. But alas, it is what it is. And I accomplished what I set out to do. So I'm happy. But um, another thing I did recently that's outside of my zone is... um, to hang out with people I just met so I sometimes do stand-up comedy and by sometimes I mean very rarely, rarely because I get so nervous and worked up that I stress eat for like a week before the show and then I have to go up there looking like a fat piece of shit which I guess kind of works for me because the fatter you are the funny you are but um, it's very nerve-wracking for me but I did it I performed uh, a routine last weekend And then afterwards, I hung out with all the comedians uh, who performed that night, and I actually had a lot of fun. Like, I got really drunk, so I think I was being pretty friendly and and a pleasure to be around. And then one of the comedians was like, oh yeah, you're that girl who everyone jokes about that, that you sleep with everyone. And in my head, I was like... I fucking wish I slept with everyone. Like, I wish I was that smooth. Like, I slept with one comedian a year ago, and the whole industry finds out. And I do one act talking about the fact that four guys I've slept with were in the audience sitting near each other. And all of a sudden, I sleep with everybody. But no, I don't sleep with everybody. I would like to sleep with everybody. But I'm tired, and I hate shaving that much, so... Whatever, but other than that, it was a pretty good time. Um, very proud of myself, and uh, didn't have a panic attack or have to go into the bathroom and give myself a pep talk or anything. Um, another little example, um, of me stepping outside my comfort zone is when I decided to be very forward uh, with the delivery man at work about how every girl in the store wanted to be deeply penetrated by him in the back of his truck. Uh, he's been coming every Monday and Friday for a couple of weeks now and he's a piece of dark chocolate sent from heaven. He has like a big white smile and muscly arms but not like gross muscly. It looks like raw meat but like sexy muscly. That looks like something I want on top of me and he's tall and has nice facial hair and obviously a huge dick because he's black and even the customers were like drooling all over him like one of our regulars who bless her heart is super sweet but absolutely freaking gigantic uh, was sitting in the drive through while he was uh, bringing stuff into the store and she was like I just love to watch him work and I was like ma'am that's probably sexual harassment and also step off bitch because I already put dibs on Mr. Hershey the second I laid eyes on him So every time he would come deliver, we'd pretty much just have to put up the wet floor sign because it's all horny women that work at my store except for one guy, but even the straightest of men couldn't deny this this majestic beauty. And all of us women have synced up. Like, our periods have aligned. So we're all horny at the same time. So a straight man, like you're probably less likely to get sexually assaulted at a woman's prison than, than in our store during that time. So uh, one Monday, it was like, um, I think any other Monday, whatever, and then our chocolate, uh, our chocolate fix arrived with his packages and all uh, us dames and did a button or two and we're fanning ourselves with coffee filters when I decided to make my move. So I went right up to him and I said... You do realize that every girl in the store thinks you're, like, incredibly attractive, right? And he's like, well, you can't tell, but uh, I'm blushing underneath this dark skin. And I was just like, (laughs) because I didn't expect him to be, like, so witty, and I didn't really think this plan through. So I just walked away. Ever after having, like, my mini-stroke, but um, now he always asks for my signature for the packages, and in my mind, I'm thinking he wants to get my name so he can look me up on Facebook and take me on a romantic date and then impregnate me with his super sperm. Um, either that, or he's just looking for the closest person to him to sign, and I'm always the closest to him because I'm trying to um, pick up his scent. So, um, yeah, just step outside of your comfort zone people like i really encourage encourage it because it's i think making me a better person and I even went to a movie by myself um not too long ago, and it was kind of weird because I brought a blanket and uh, my slippers but then um the movie was really sad, and I started like just bawling really, really loud, and uh, everyone was kind of staring at me, thinking "I'm the creepy girl alone, crying, and um you know what, who cares not me I'm not embarrassed. But, um, it was embarrassing when I did go to a restaurant, um, by myself and the waitress was like, oh, how many? I'm like, just me. She's like, oh, okay. And I was like, no, it's fine. And then, uh, she set me up on the patio and I was the only one out there and then I was attacked by a swarm of bees. So now I'm the only girl on the patio alone, flailing her arms, running around the freaking patio. So, people dining inside got a nice dinner and a show so good for them but um i'm so sorry i had a red bull and i can't stop ripping but um yeah you got to keep yourself on your toes it's nice to uh to surprise yourself once in a while i like to surprise myself because i have no man in my life to bring me surprises um so now uh, i'm starting to age quickly and my pores are so big that i look like honeycomb cereal so i don't see a man entering my life anytime soon but That's why I'm here, to make you feel better about yourself, one Chelsea Grace palm at a time. Thanks. Bye.